Thundergrunt Podcast Network. So this past week, decided to order some uh, takeout, some delivery, actually. Delivery. We have, uh, and I think we have this in the D.C. area, but I never utilized it. But we have a, a thing down here called uh, uh, Valet Gourmet or Takeout Central, where essentially there's a company that will go around to any restaurant you want and pick up the food for you and bring it. We used to have that, the takeout taxi. So, yeah, so, and I never used that, though, but I've, I've been using the one we have down here, uh, <laughs> except for the last two times. They've brought, like, they haven't brought the right food. <laughs> they keep, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a pretty good tipper. So, like, I tip, like, on, like, a uh, $32 order, I tip, like, 7 bucks. Wait a minute. You're tipping a delivery guy that large of a percent? I wanted to make sure I was getting the food I ordered. And yet, twice in a row, you've gotten food you did not order. So this last time I got it wrong, and I was just going to be like, well, it's just two orders of onion rings. I don't, I don't care. But my wife was like, no, you're going to get there. <laughs> Those onion rings. And I was like, I don't want to do that because then I'm going to get like, he's going to spit on the onion rings, right? He's going to put all the onion rings on his dick and wave them around like a hula hoop. <laughs> gets a bag of Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, dick. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I don't know how much to tip a driver. Maybe I shouldn't be tipping these drivers at all. I mean, based on the fact that they can't even deliver the right food in the last two times. No, you just do a, a couple bucks. It's just delivery. They're not making the food. They're yeah, just they're driving not, to your house. They're not making the food. But, I mean, you do have to pay them, right? I mean, the service, you got to pay for the service? I mean, it depends on how long it takes. But also, if they don't give you what you ordered, then you definitely don't tip them. <laughs> so let's say you do uh, an order that's $25. How much are you tipping? Uh, $3. Really? $25, I'm tipping about... Um, for, like, a pizza, $3. Uh, three to five. I'm tipping five bucks. Okay. I mean, we're all in the ballpark. No, three dollars is kind of low. It's they're just bringing the pizza to your house. They're delivering other pizzas when they're out. They're not making a thing. They're just driving the pizza to your house. Yeah, but for some reason, I look at it a little bit differently. Th- this guy's not even working for the company that makes the food. He's just driving. To oh yeah, I don't the use that out. kind of service. Maybe you do pay a little more if you use that the food taxi service or whatever. I'm yeah. talking about if you deliver, if you order from a place that delivers the food directly to you. All right. All right. Well, this was not a good way to open up the show. Not at all. <laughs> it's a good thing the rest of the show is going to be chock full of goodness. <laughs> we want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. <laughs> right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don. Oh, man, what a week, guys. It has what been quite I- exciting. I've had uh, no, no sleep at all. I don't know about you guys. I have not slept at all. And we're doing this show very late. I'm very tired. I'm going to be very mumbly and sad this episode. That's the way you normally are when we do this show. That's true. But I actually say I can say this time. I have not slept very much. Why is this beer like foaming at the top? It, it was out of your fridge. Don. They, your beers freeze and then unfreeze. And they do this. They pour all over the table and they become foamy. Either that or you normally spill them. I, I also do spill them everywhere, but this time I did not. <laughs> this time it was just that it came out all foamy. So oh. um, I, I don't know if anyone, uh, hopefully everyone that's listening now listened to last week's show. One of our best, hands down. I enjoyed last uh, week's I may show. have been a little inebriated during the show, and I may have said something <laughs> I need to clarify with a radio for winners. Retraction! 
So yeah. last week when I talked about, you talked about your birthday, and I said, yeah, my birthday, I get to go to court for my brother. Um, apparently, I didn't clarify. It's just a divorce hearing. He's oh. not going to jail. Oh. He's, he was very upset with me for saying I was going to visit him in court, <laughs> look for his court date, without specifying what it was for. He's got a divorce coming. I'm just his witness for the divorce. Uh, n- nothing bad going on there, but he's uh, nothing else happened. In case my parents listen to this podcast, which if they do, that explains why they are not returning my phone calls. <laughs> happy, happy divorce. Yeah, well, I, it's happy, I guess, for somebody. But either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, but what matters is he's just going to court for a civil matter, funny thing, not a criminal matter. Funny thing is, is that he had to be the one to clarify that because I guess there's this thing with your family about having to go to court for other things besides that. That's just for me. Right. I'm the only one who does right, that. Right, but he felt the need to have to clarify that because uh, of your, your track record. Yeah, I've really ruined my family name, Don. <laughs> really ruined it. <laughs> 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 oh, nice. That's good. Well... Thankfully, before we bother talking about anything else that's happened in our lives, we actually got some listener mail. We're still going to use this this audio clip about a phone call for some listener email. Very exciting. Very exciting. Tony, do you happen to print that mail out? If not, I can load it up real quick. I have not printed it out. I will tell you, though, while you're looking it up, we do have a uh, special guest joining us this episode. A former co-host of Radio for Winners when it was on the radio. Uh, John Muma will be joining us in a few minutes to uh, talk about turning 40. Don has that big birthday coming up. Ugh. He's also going to be talking about some tips Ugh. for Don as well as Jeremy Just uh, for running the Savage Race. Just the tip. I like that we still introduce him as the original host of Radio for Winners. He did, what, seven shows? How seven many, shows how of Radio for Winners. Shows? And we've done 167. How, how many shows did you do? I think we ran a week every week, one show uh, every Sunday night from like uh, October to April. So, however many weeks that yeah, is, could you it's about. Could uh, you, could we, if we had to go back and record the, um, if we were able to record the conversations that we had at the Irish Pub after we recorded the show about how big we were going to be on radio, the three of us linking up and doing this show together. Yeah, then little did we know we'd be in a garage four <laughs> years later <laughs> <laughs> recording for seven people. With two of the three turning 40, still doing the show. <laughs> still, still waiting for that big break. We had big dreams big. four years ago. Now we've just accepted our sad lifestyle. So here is our new, or news, our, uh, our listener email. Right. Uh, this actually was forwarded to me from your wife, Don. Oh, okay. <laughs> is she, wait, she listens to the show. Well, at least she knew enough to forward this in as a follow-up to last week. Now, last week we talked about your birthday, and there was some question on what we would do if we were turning 40 and we're going to go to uh, the Indianapolis 500. Yes. So she said, uh, here's a mail that I received. I want you to forward this on to Don. Uh, this is from somebody named... Uh, Linda, okay. and you know her husband as Shooter. I know Shooter and Linda, yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Good. Hi, Shooter and Linda. Hi, Shooter and Linda. Uh, I'm working and listening to the podcast. Totally forgot that Don and my husband, Greg, are turning 40 this year. We are going to Punta Cana <laughs> for Greg's birthday, and we should have asked you all to join us. Anyway, if you decide to stay Memorial Day weekend instead of going to the race, why don't you just join us on the boat for a day? Okay. We'd all plan on doing this all weekend. Now, first off, Don, I want to say... These are friends who decided it wasn't worth calling you directly. It was worth sending a, a message to your <laughs> wife to talk about on the podcast. But now she also didn't realize that her husband was turning 40 as well. She just didn't know the birthdays were around your birthday. I think she knew her husband's, just not yours. Oh, okay. Sh- well, yeah. I don't Until know. Until she was in the podcast, she was like, oh, I didn't uh, know that was turning uh, 40. Uh, uh, I thought he was it 64. Does, it does sound like they are celebrating his birthday a lot better. <laughs> than <he was> celebrating <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going on like birthday. a week in Mexico. It's going to be sweet. Now, they have two kids. I mean, I have four kids. So to get somebody to watch all four kids is a little difficult. You just leave them in the closet with some meat. Okay. Um, 
I love Shooter and Linda. Um, I did. I did not know that sh- that Linda continues to listen to this podcast. No, so she may not after this episode. I, I so. feel. Um, um, Linda worked for the uh, the doctor that um, uh, did my uh, my little my little uh, my little procedure. Oh, your yeah. sex change my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was always awkward to walk in there to see if she was going to be the one to do the examination. So um, fortunately, that didn't happen. Now, um, I have made a decision on what I am doing for my 40th birthday. Okay. Um, the fan for music? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crying in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I could not get anybody to go with me to the Indianapolis 500. Okay. Um, however, um, Coach Nick and his wife and my wife and I, um, we will be flying Saturday morning to Disney World. We're doing two days at Disney World. Hey, huh? just the four of you? Just the four of us. Wow. That's going to be super weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is super weird. So I'm doing... Oh like, my I went to Disney this last year, and my wife went, but we had our kids with us. Without my kids, we would not have gone to Disney. But now, did you see how much... Well, we didn't go to Epcot, though. We could have been really drunk at Epcot. Now... Probably be really drunk next door, much cheaper. But now, did you see how much fun people were having drinking all through Epcot? Well, Remember? we didn't go to Epcot at all. We skipped it. Oh, well, that's what I'm doing on my birthday. We're drinking around the world at Epcot. That does sound exciting, Don. Yeah. Does, not as exciting as the Indianapolis 500, but still pretty exciting. Well, you didn't want to go with the Indianapolis 500. No, it's not that I didn't want to go. I know I would not be allowed to go. And I'm getting even more pissed off that I'm not going now, by the way, because I keep getting like these banner ads that pop up on my page. The 100th running of the Indianapolis 500. Like, Free handjobs. <laughs> Indianapolis 500. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's turning into a big deal and it's building up. And all I want to do is just go. And now I'm not going. I'm going to Disney World instead. But you'll still have fun. Even though you're turning 40. Now, are you dreading turning 40, Don? I know when you turned 30, when we went to your 30th birthday, you were very concerned about how, how being 30 was a big change. But I think turning 40, not as big of a change. Do you think that? I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tony is living like Tony is. I, I feel like Tony is watching my every move. Because Tony's got it worse. Because he's got a brand new baby coming. So, yeah. so I mean, he's got a brand new baby coming. So he's gonna enjoy that joyous moment of having that child like come into the world. But then dread the fact that the rest of his life is just downhill from there. So I feel like he's watching my every step. Um, I I've had I've had a few moments over the past week where I've had a bit of a panic attack. Because you're turning 40 yeah. or just, just in general? Because yeah, you always just, have them. Yeah. That's me. I have them about every couple of days. Now, I, I feel like I keep getting like, I, I don't know. Like part of me is I just keep dreading it. And I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Do you struggle with that? No. I'm, I, I didn't care when I turned 30. I won't care when I turn 40. My do life's you, been over for years. Do Don. you ever think that you will struggle with a certain age? No, I won't make it to 50. So I'm good. 40 is pretty much where I cap. I have decided that I am going to the 125th running of the Indianapolis 500 at the roll. age of 65. When we're still doing this sad podcast <laughs> in your garage when we're both 70. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> Tony, do you dread an age? I do. Forty is like a big age because you know it's like your life's <laughs> your life is over. <laughs> it's over, and you have you have you know you start thinking like I had all these dreams, I had these goals, and I'm forty. <laughs> I haven't accomplished any. Dreams, of dreams. are over. I have not accomplished any of these goals. And you hear like these commencement speeches because it's commencement speech time, and they talk about the future and all this stuff that's going on. Uh, and <laughs> that's all just a lie. It's all just a big lie. Well, we my uh, my wife went to a graduation today a for high school. Though they don't really have a commencement speaker in high school. Uh, this is Jim so Carrey, right? Conservative choice. This is Jim Carrey from a couple years back. Job as an accountant. 
And when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job, and our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. And everybody applauds. It's such a bullshit. Yeah. First off, no uh, one's paying me to masturbate in my basement. <laughs> I'm, Nobody. I'm failing at doing this podcast in the garage for the past four years. Comedians don't make any money in the first 10 years of doing comedy for the most part. No, no most, so most comedians don't make how, money. 90% of comedians how, make no money at all. I'd love to see how Jim and his three uh, siblings would have done being homeless <laughs> while his dad is trying to live out his dream. His dad sacrificed his fucking life so that uh, they wouldn't be homeless. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't like his job, but it's a whole lot, uh, you know, it's, it's much better to, uh, to hate your job and be able to pay your mortgage versus uh, loving whatever you're trying to do and not making any money. I'm you know what's sad? We're the only podcast on the Thunderground Radio Network that would agree with that statement. <laughs> We're the only one. I, I struggle with going into my wife and telling her my dream is to always be on Saturday Night Live and that I'm going to go to New York and live <laughs> that dream. <laughs> I'm going to go try out. I heard Lauren's looking for new guy, new guy. Honey, new blood. I, I tell you, I just heard Jim Carrey's commencement speech for a few. I swear to God, I got to go to New York. I think I can do it. I Lauren's going to love my impression. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's every year though every year they have this big uh you know everybody is so hopeful for the future well i you know i'm I, so i'm still going to school and so um i'm debating on you know in a year or two when i finally finish graduating do i go to the commencement speech and listen to them to tell you about how you all have all of your life ahead of you. And I hear I hear someone who, who's younger than you giving you this speech. <laughs> here I am in my mid forties going. I don't have that much time. Can you speed it up? Speed up just a little bit. I just want an extra about ten grand a year for getting this piece of paper. If you could do that for me, that would be a huge help. God, that would be great. <laughs> Shit, I got four kids. I so I started thinking. This is where I got depressed. I started thinking. So when we celebrated my thirtieth birthday, now. I didn't have. I I just got married like two years before. I I did not have any kids. So in this in this ten year window, I have had four children. Right. Now in the next ten year window, I will be sending at least one of them off to college. Not to mention the other four you'll have. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kids. So I mean, but does that scare you? Like you start to peek into the old uh, the four hundred one k account and like see how much you got. Oh, in there? no, my children are gonna have to get scholarships. <laughs> I'm not helping them go to college. I'll have no money at all. <laughs> college <laughs> until until we get our advertising money for Radio for Winners, I have nothing in the bank. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't think that's gonna be happening. No, it's not gonna so. be happening. Um, you know, the good news though, if you're worried about hitting forty, Don, is that we have a friend who is also recently at forty, who is going to share his thoughts on turning forty. And, uh, and also uh, talk about our upcoming savage race that uh, we're going to do this October. Uh, John Moomer, former host of Radio for Winners for seven hours. And we're back. Going on the Radio for Winners Skype line, the former co-host of Radio 4 Winners when it was on WMET 1160 AM, Johnny Mooma. Hey, John. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. The the old the flagship radio station, WMET. WMET, Christian Radio. The Christ Puncher. The Christ Puncher. 
We had a, it was a real mixed bag. I remember like it would uh, well, no one listened to it, but if you if someone did tune in, you would get like Spanish radio, you could get like a block of Christian radio. They'd have like a mortgage. Remember they had like yeah. a some sort of mortgage discussion where you could get all the updates on uh, you know interest rates and stuff like that. I mean, it was just it was it was uh, the mothership. I mean, what do you say? They had it all. Yeah. And I think we actually have more listeners now on a podcast that we don't promote uh, <laughs> versus, versus when we were on an AM station that had like 50,000 watts of power. Uh, we have more. In fact, right now in this room, uh, we're on Skype with four people. We have more listening uh, than we did back when we did that podcast. It's definitely, taking, a, it's definitely taking up more bandwidth. I can tell you that. I remember, remember um, Tony invited us to come do that show. Yeah, because John wasn't there. So he, he, wasn't he there. had guests come in when John couldn't. Do I was it. so excited. I was driving in. I was like, I've got to listen to this. I'm going to be on this radio station. I can't. I'm listening to it. I, I, no matter, I sat out in the parking lot outside the station and could not pick up the radio station on my car stereo. <laughs> <laughs> it had a very poor nighttime signal. Not the best. I, not just a poor nighttime signal. You couldn't hear the damn thing no matter where you were. So, John, we brought you on because uh, Don has a very special birthday coming up uh, in, a, in the next couple of weeks. And you actually went through this a few months ago. What is he going uh, through? Don, Don has turned the big 40. No! And uh, does that mean life is over? Uh, not really. I mean, it's... Uh, first off, I didn't realize I was the oldest here. I knew I was older than you, Tony, but for some reason I thought Don and Jeremy were older than I am. So I'm that's not, that's I'm, mildly depressing. What is that? No, I just look like a 60-year-old, but is, I'm not. What I'm 38. Mean? What does that mean? I don't, I don't understand. We look old, Don. Yeah. We lived a rough life. We've lived a very rough life on the streets. <laughs> It was that trip to Vegas. Honestly, it's not that. It really wasn't that big of a deal. I, I it was, um, it was nothing. I, I felt nothing about it because, truthfully, if you have the kids, which finally I, I had, you know, you guys had kids a bit earlier than me. Uh, Don, well, you started like early 30s, yeah, so I didn't yeah. have a kid till I was 37. Yeah. So the kid actually makes the age better because you know you. It's natural, I think, to to take a little inventory of your life and be like, "Oh man, I thought I'd be a lot cooler," um, you know, than I. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I'm. I guarantee you, you guys think about that. At least you should be thinking about that. But um, did you just? But yeah, I had those thoughts. But then the fact that you have kids, you're kind of like, "Well, this is what I do. I, I have kids. I'm 40. I have John, kids now." So John, I just I just gave you a video tour on Skype of the garage that I do a podcast in. I'm turning 40. <laughs> this is about as Cool as I'm going to be. Yeah. I was like, you peaked. You, you're like a <laughs> pinnacle. I think I peaked a few years ago, hence the reason that you thought I turned 40 before you. Hey, did you guys ever do this? Like, uh, take a look, uh, like, like, think about what age were you the coolest you ever were? Like, I do this with my brother, and for me, it was, I think it was 22. I had like a six month stretch where I was, I wasn't doing bad. But for him, it was like, uh, I think it was junior high school. He had one year where he like matured earlier than than some of the other kids. So he was like, uh, you know, it was his best sports year because he was, <laughs> you know, he had like armpit hair and a mustache. Showing off his pubes. Right. <laughs> so he was like, that was my best year. Plus he he switched schools, so he was like the new kid who was like all hairy and mature. So he's like, for one year, that was that was the year. 
when what? I was when I was twelve. What year did you peak in sports, well, there, Jeremy? I haven't peaked yet, Don. I'm still on the way up. <laughs> on the way up, Don. <laughs> I think uh, I think I peaked for about a four month period in 1999. Because uh, I was actually getting laid back then. Uh, oh. That was the only the only right bit up. of time. Wait, the only was, small period of time where I was actually getting late. Was that the pirate that you dated for a little while? Is that, that, that... pirate? <laughs> There's another chick who uh, might have been a uh, transsexual. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, don't need to go into that story. But uh, yeah, there's about a four month period where I was working for the radio station and I was going to clubs and I had stuff going on. Uh, but again, uh, I think everybody saw through the sadness and realized that I really didn't have didn't have much going on because I think I was living at home at the time. <laughs> So it's really kind of it's hard to peak and be cool and also still be living at home after the age of 18. Hey, after a long night of drinking, let's go drive around and look at Christmas lights. Anybody else interested in doing that? <laughs> Hi, officer. Was this around the same t- time that you were hanging out at McDonald's, like, uh, you know, checking out the retarded kids over their lunchtime? <laughs> I got to tell, tell you, there's nothing more joyful than watching a, a child or an adult with uh, Down syndrome eating chili fries. <laughs> You're not going to find a more, uh, the, the expression, the joy, the expression of joy that they have digging their hands into those fries. I'm telling you, you can't beat it. These Special Olympics it. just canceled their sponsorship of Radio for Winners. Now, John, we got another very special event coming up. You're not going to be able to join us, by the way. I already invited you uh, to this. It's uh, not happening until October. Uh, you're moving into a new house, by the way. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, Tony's parents' up. house. <laughs> John, John is uh, building. Is building a home. Nice. Are you with your now? Wait a minute. Now John's kind of a manly man. Like I remember coming over to John's house, and he was working out in the garage. And then I don't know. There were like boxing bags hanging from like the ceiling. And then I think there was a deer carcass. Yes, John would deal with deer carcasses in a townhouse. Yes, yeah, so like, <laughs> so, and it's not just a townhouse. Like, you know, you're thinking like Frederick. No, like in like 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 Montgomery County. Like yeah, yeah. It, like Bethesda area. Yeah, nice like area. a fancy townhouse with a, a boxing bag and like a deer carcass. And, and an ATV, I believe there was an ATV. <laughs> you got to get the mail somehow, the, John. the rest of us are out there just drinking beer, staring at how manly he is. Now, are you building this house with your two hands, John? No, no, no. Um, I We have a builder. They broke around like two weeks ago. And I stop by regularly. There's Amish guys there. They're, the Amish guys are building it. Like every time I sh- – they have different contractors, but every time I show up, there's at least one Amish dude there. So, And I always try to talk to him because I'm fascinated by Amish people, but – um, yeah, I, by the way, I'll tell you a funny story about the deer in the um, garage. Like one time, like I did that a lot. I mean, a lot of dead deer were brought into that garage. But the the worst was when, I always would try to like pull them in really quick so no one would see them. You know, oh, it almost felt like it was a real dead body, like a person. I would, be, <laughs> pull up real, I would plan it out. I'd pull up really fast, you know, and then I could grab it when no one was looking and pull it in. But one day. I'm I'm pulling it out and I I pull it out. It's it's laying right in front of the garage door. I'm waiting for the garage door to go up, and the two little neighbor kids, oh. uh, these, two little, these two little Korean kids, <laughs> Korean family, like three houses down. So they come flying up on their bikes, and uh, the boy looks really scared, but the girl looks really sassy. And she looks at the deer and she looks at me and she goes, "Is that a horse?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a it's not a horse. She, and there was like blood coming out of its mouth. And she, goes, she goes, is that jam? 
she's like, she's like, I'm not scared of it. I said, well, that's good. You shouldn't be scared of it. And then I walked in, I just closed the garage door and it was like, I was looking at her face as the garage door. <laughs> And I don't think I ever talked to her again. <laughs> I don't like to creep. <laughs> so one last thing. Are, are you building like a, a Don style? Uh, a Don essentially has this detached garage that he doesn't allow his kids into. Are you building the same thing? Have you made that into designs where you have your own special room where you basically have uh, deer skulls uh, and all your manly gear? Deer skulls. Yeah, I would love to do what Don has. I mean, that would be fantastic, but it's a small lot. Your, Don's lot, your lot's probably like by, a half By the way, by the way, John, uh, you need to work on, this is this is the problem with John. He he posts pictures of, like, of the of the ground they're building on, but, <laughs> but every house in the background looks like a fucking mansion. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, are you building a mansion? He's like, no, 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 we're just building a regular house. It's just uh, the houses in back look much larger. <laughs> but like every every picture he's taken just shows these huge houses in the background. <laughs> Oh, but I have that. Oh, and now I have that over here. There's huge houses over here. Mine's not as big as those houses. No, over and you there. still have a huge house. I, I'm not. You're saying like, that. oh man, this this tiny house I live in. <laughs> I, <laughs> my garage is bigger than my first townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't plan it that way. It just happened to be that way. Yeah, that's 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 the house. Yeah. So I mean, it was what I like to have with Don has absolutely, but it's a small lot. It's only like a quarter acre. I can't even fit. I can't fit something like that on there. But I do have like. There's like an extra, I asked for an extra little, um, um, uh, like an extension to the garage in the back. So it's a little, you know, the cars are up front and then there's a little like workshop area, which will kind of be mine. And then we'll finish the basement. I have a little man cave down there. So it's all good. Now, all right, so. now hold on, Tony. Now, John, all if right. you had to call three friends to come help you build this basement, who would those three friends be? Uh, right now? Yes. Gosh, I mean, most of my friends, yeah, that's a good question. I I don't really have a lot of friends. Now, John, John, would you, would you choose anybody on this show to help you come build that basement? No, I would not. If I, (laughs) no, I wouldn't call anyone on this podcast. Tell me to write a letter. (laughs) No, No one on this podcast can do a thing helpful to me at all, except for possibly do a podcast. I, I supply you with beer. That's true. Well, I brought some, but these are yours. Yes, there's are mine. So, John, there's a special occasion coming up, uh, a special race. Uh, Don and uh, Jeremy are participating in the Savage Race in October. I know you can't make it because of uh, the home you're building, but Great. if you can give the listeners uh, some uh, advice or some, you know, some like some tips that you think or some just feedback in general on how you think Jeremy will perform maybe what Don needs to do to kind of get up to speed uh, because you've actually run this race. We ran that race uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. The same location, same kind of setup. Uh, so, so I guess I'll lead off the question. Uh, if, if we were going to have listeners join us, <laughs> would those listeners be running with Jeremy or walking oh. with Jeremy? Uh, I definitely wouldn't be running. I don't, I don't recall <laughs> I don't really really recall Jeremy ever running, you know? I remember, like, kind of a brisk walk, maybe, or... A saunter. Uh, a saunter is a good word. <laughs> but I don't remember, like... Uh, but the other thing is, I um, I don't... I, I feel like 
maybe at the beginning there was there was some running, but um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't recall a lot of swift movements from Jeremy. I will say this: I now that I have kids, I am slightly more sympathetic uh, to Jeremy because I believe you had kids when you were supposed to be training for these tough mutters. Not for the first one, <laughs> but for the second and third, yes. But the first one, no, I was just very. I didn't realize how tough it would really be. I was still under the assumption that I was 17. I'm not 17, and I did not train hard enough. For the second and third, I did. Uh, but the, the first one we did together, I did not train properly. What kind of training do I need to do for this? you got to run, Don. There's a lot of running. How much running? I mean, not, not running full speed, but you've got to at least be prepared to run like cross country. I don't... Yeah, so, John, what would you suggest to Don on how to train for this? Now, Don doesn't have any uh, gym equipment. There's no, uh, there's no uh, <laughs> I've got bag four kids. In, in the gym. There's no weights. There's no dumbbells. We got a trailer. There's nothing. We got a trailer. I got some pool cues. Yeah. Well, honestly, the uh, all you really need to do, in my opinion, is you know do uh, trail run because trail running is a lot more applicable to to those adventure races than than running on. But running on the street is better than not than doing what Jeremy did, which was walk the dog. So I did walk the dog a little. Bit. <laughs> a chihuahua. <laughs> quite, quite the impressive <laughs> training regimen. <laughs> Yeah, I remember we ran out around Greenbelt one time at a park, and Jer- I asked Jeremy if he had been training. He was like, well, I'm walking the dog, like, I mean, every day. Every day. <laughs> that's it, But that's a metaphor for masturbating. You realize that. Like, that's what he was But I was, I was literally walking the dog and masturbating, so that's training to, like, twice as much as I admitted. <laughs> yeah, I would say you, you don't really need to – I don't think you need to go to the gym, um, but I do think you should you should try to get out and and uh, and do some trail running a couple times a week and right. work your way up to, you know, work your way up to maybe um, try to get up to to I would say at least eight miles trail running. Try to try to do a full ten that way because you don't want to. It'll just be miserable <laughs> as far as like doing the the um, the uh, um, like the different the obstacles you know, aren't hard or whatever. You're yeah. probably not gonna. Who cares? I mean, some of them you'll be able to do, some of them you won't be able to do. But if at least if you have enough endurance to run, at least you won't be miserable. Then you know you won't cramp up like mile two and 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 almost die like Moday did. I mean, that's, <laughs> well, that's more- <laughs> yeah, he was much worse than me. But he's the only person that's worse than me, so I'm gonna make fun of Moday. So what a loser! Eight, How about that? I I need to I need to get up to eight to ten miles of well, trail it's a, it's running. It's a seven mile race okay. event although they always they say it's five to seven but it means it could be nine is it like a zigzag course i haven't been to this place i'm assuming it's it's got some some mountains some so hills like i can like a shortcut no that's uh it's very little hills it's uh we ran it in uh, eastern shore john a few years back so yep. same kind of setup pretty tough obstacles uh, obstacles i thought i mean they were they were creative obstacles but they were you know there was walls you had to climb over and uh barbed wire you had to go under um my concern with Don is I don't think Don's ever actually done any kind of trail running, and I don't even know if he actually has sneakers, but he just uses Crocs. So the question <laughs> is, can, can Don run this race in Crocs? Uh, I would advise that. Get yourself a decent pair of running shoes because you're going to the, the, all those roots and stuff, man. I, it's it's worth it to get yourself a pair of bones and stuff of good shoes. You know, the train. As far as the race, then a lot of people would wear like beat up shoes and then throw them out afterwards. But I de- I never did that. I have the same shoes that I I bought a pair of shoes. They weren't. I mean, they were like one hundred twenty dollars, and I bought them for the first Tough Mudder 
I ever did. I still have those shoes and I can still wear them to run. I mean, they're, you just wash them after the race. I wouldn't be afraid of like, oh, you're going to ruin a nice pair of shoes. I wouldn't worry about that. Get a, get a good pair of shoes. At least give yourself a chance to be comfortable. You I, can clean that up. I'm still trying to figure out how I can let my wife know that I'm going to be leaving the house to go trail running for four to eight miles while she stays at home and watches all four kids. Oh, you mean for training? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, right. That's what I right. need to. Yes. I'll, honey, I'm going to be really training. Real hard. So you, you, in, uh, instead of getting weights, like or making your own balloon bag, like Tony did, <laughs> just strap two kids, one to the front, one to the back, and run with them. That means you have half the kids. Your wife will be thrilled. They won't be home. Can I just drive a jeep over these things and just do that? No. Well, you can. I mean, I guess not. You can walk. That's what I did on the first one. <laughs> so I hear. I think that's why we're. Reason. I right. think. I, I think for the last one, all I all I did was. I'm thinking I just, I ran, I trail ran a couple, or I'd run on the, on the, you know, the road or treadmill a couple times a week. And then on a weekend, uh, I try to go out and, and trail run. And then, you know, three, four times a week, uh, I, I would do like push ups, sit ups, and pull ups. I had like a pull up bar at home. I do like 200 push ups, um, sit ups. 200 push-ups. There's no way Don or Jeremy can do 200 push-ups. Tony, Tony you can't do 200 yeah, push-ups. Yeah, Who are you kidding? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do it over four days. I could get 200 push-ups done. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that window of time, I guess. I can do but 200 like push-ups. I was doing them at all at the, like consecutively. You know, I I do like, um, you know, do like 50 and then take a little break and do some setups and you know, kind of like go back and forth. So you're sweating by the time you're done, but. But, you know, you can squeeze in. You can rip off a, a hundred sit-ups pretty quickly. So, John, when we did the, uh, the Tough Mudder we did at the Poconos, uh, you, would, you and, uh, and Sean, who had come with us, uh, Sean Gabbard, had, had mm-hmm. decided, you know, you, you ate ahead of time before we did the race. You guys, like, uh, we didn't really carb load the night before, kind of, but then, like, the next morning you had eggs, you had high protein. Now, what is your thought on if I ate four corn dogs before we went? Is that a good <laughs> or a bad choice? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't surprise me if you say you actually did that. Um, I would. I can't even imagine doing that. I mean, you got to have. You got to, you know, throw some fruit in there, man. A little debits and credits. Throw if you're gonna have a corn dog, eat an orange or something, man. You got to. Uh, Jer- Jeremy's not had fruit since 1998. <laughs> I was gonna say, you haven't had fruit since 98, and I was sweating on the walk out here to the yeah, garage. You so. got winded walking to the. Was it gonna be able to go very well for us? Yeah. Yeah. I always want to do this because now that we're talking about it, 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 when Tony first brought it up, I was like, that doesn't, there does just doesn't sound appealing to me at this point in my life. But now I'm hearing about what a disaster this is going to be. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I no, like wait it. a minute, John, you have two children now. How is getting a day away not sound delightful? No matter what you're doing, you're just getting punched in the face for a whole day. It sounds delightful to me to get out of my house. <laughs> Well, that's true. I don't think I quite under I I quite got that with you guys. You know, it's kind of weird. Before you have kids, Tony, you'll go through this too. You just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like it. it you think the, the like when friends have kids, it's just kind of like oh, they have like these. It's almost like they have pets or something. You treat them like oh, they they have some kids, you know. But you don't real. I don't really. I don't think I quite understood what it really meant to have like little little like two little dickheads running around your house, (laughs) like demanding so much time and energy to the point where um, it's like, you don't even feel like, well, you guys know, Tony, you'll go through this. It it doesn't (laughs) even feel like you have 
you, you don't have you can't even make choices anymore. Your kids make all your choices for you. And even like training for something like this. Yeah, it sounds fun to get out of the house for a day. Absolutely. But it's like you actually think about how you're going to do that. Like I'm thinking, how am I going to train? I never used to think about that before. You just do it. But then when you have kids, it's like, man, this this is going to throw a wrench into into any planning that I do. Yeah. I'm going to have to work so, out at 4 in the morning or at 9 p.m. That's the only two times I can work out. That's my, it. That's my right. drinking times. It's misery. I, I yep. um, John, now if you really want to see a debacle, you should join us for our, uh, our, our first annual Radio for Winners, our second annual Radio for Winners NASCAR trip, uh, Labor Day weekend. If uh, You can join us uh, down in the lovely uh, South Carolina, and uh, you get to see Jeremy really physically eat those corn dogs one month prior to running this Spartan <laughs> race. Good grief. That sounds fun. Are, do you guys, are you guys into NASCAR? Is that a real yes, thing? Yes, we actually a- are. Unfo- Don was into NASCAR, and I, I was making fun of him, and he forced me to get into it by doing a picks league. And that, that'll get yeah. me to anything. So then, then after that, I now I'm, I'm way into it. Really? Yeah, yeah. We went I'm last year to, to Richmond. I, uh, Tony hates it. He did not even join the last two years of league, but uh, we still do it anyway. It's a fun time. Tony was actually supposed to join us uh, when we went to Richmond um, last September. And uh, all the way up until, well, about 10 minutes before pulling into we the track. We bought him a ticket. He was going to pay. He did pay for it. He did pay for the ticket. Said he was going to be at the race. was going to meet us there. Didn't actually show up <laughs> for the race. <laughs> <laughs> I canceled last minute. What well, what happened? Why didn't you go, Tony? Just couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates NASCAR. It's really the the truth, which is fine. It's fine All to right. not like NASCAR. We're joined by uh, John Muma, comedian, former co-host of Radio for Winners. You can uh, check out his uh, show dates coming up on uh, johnmuma.com. Uh, which he just updated a couple weeks ago because last time I checked about a month back, he was showing dates from 2012. So uh, those, <laughs> those dates have been updated. Uh, are you in uh, Baltimore, D.C. anytime soon, John? Yeah, next next weekend, actually next Thursday through Sunday, I'm at the D.C. Improv featuring for Michael Blackson. And uh, apparently, I didn't never even heard of this guy, but... Um, Apparently he's really popular because they added three shows. So it's Whoa. eight shows wow. sold out. Two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, and two No, no, that's wrong. That two was... two Thursday, <laughs> two Friday, three oh. on Saturday, and two on Sunday. Nine shows. I've never, never heard of that. So I looked him up and uh he's like this African guy. I looked him and up. It, it, he requested he didn't want to have a black feature. He wanted a white feature. So I got the I got the call. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> like, nope, I'm black, but I don't want to hang out I with any just, black wait a minute. people. John's not black? No. Well, we could see him, but no, he's not. Oh, he's oh. just fit. Now, the only other person uh, I know that had shows like that was a guy named Larry Poon. He never got shows like that. <laughs> yeah, but they were all at like that cafe down in Baltimore right above the Royal Farms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, John, thanks for joining us tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Great to see you, John. All right. Bye. That was John Muma. JohnMuma.com. Check out his dates. I think he said that he was doing uh, a weekend uh, coming up next weekend. All the shows were sold out, so I'm not sure why he was <laughs> promoting that. Not the finest promoter. Tickets. But uh, go to his website. Check him out. JohnMuma.com. Uh, very funny guy. <laughs> Uh, and former host 
of Radio Four Winners. How many? Now, how many episodes did you do? You did like seven. I think we uh, ran from like uh, September, October to uh, I think April or May before <laughs> to the November, was sold. December. <laughs> About nine months. I think thirty some episodes. Wow. It was. I I enjoyed it, and clearly I did because we've continued to do this for one hundred and sixty seven shows. So if if anyone is interested in joining us for the Savage Race, Tony, uh, it is still available. It's still. I mean, you can still sign up for months yeah. from now, you but right now it's up. only sixty four dollars. Exactly, and if you do that, also uh, you can keep signing up. The price does go up, so you want to sign up earlier than later. Uh, SavageRace.com. Uh, uh, when you join, uh, select Join Team. Look for Radio for Winners. Uh, at a 9.20 a.m. wave, and then you can join uh, Walking Jeremy, and uh, we'll see what Don does. Uh, Car sitting Don. Car <laughs> sitting And not showing up Don. Don. Yes. Um, now, I, th- I think... So I'm like- going to have to start training. I'm going to have to start tra- I have to prove John wrong. I have to prove you wrong. I have to prove Tony wrong. I'm going to destroy this You don't have to race. prove me wrong. I don't know any... I don't, not, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know what it's like. Well, you just got to be in shape. You got to. You, I have to eat better. I have to live better. I have to be healthier. And so, in that, in that tradition, we bring back a segment we do regularly on the show: fat snacks. Every time we do fat snacks, I eat the rest of the fat snacks, except for these gross cheese sandwiches you brought before. Why are they still here? I don't because they're gross. I have found another flavored Oreo, Don. It's a, something I know you're a big fan of the flavored Oreos. So far, you've hate all of them. Everyone. These take a take a big take take one of these here. All right. And tell me what, what flavor that is. I mean, you can see the oh. box, but let's say you couldn't. I think it's actually this is the least offensive uh, Oreo flavor we've tried. All right. This is a s'mores Oreo. It's a s'mores Oreo, mm-hmm. and I think it tastes very much like a s'more. It's got chocolate. It's got the marshmallow. It's got graham cracker flavored cookies. Now this is the kind of this is a s'more cookie you could take a date on. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes nothing like a s'more. Well, I, you know what? No, it tastes a lot like a s'more. It, it's got the graham taste. Mm-hmm. All right, I can taste the graham. I can taste the chocolate. The it's just it's re- it's the regular it's the regular Oreo cream. I don't know. I love these things. I've already had two boxes of them. Big fan. Big fan of the S'mores Oreo. You're going to be real ready for this Martin race. <laughs> I've eaten two boxes of Oreos in two days. Yeah. <laughs> when did I start training? Uh, what day is the race, Tony? It's uh, October 8th. October 6th. Well, I will start training pretty hardcore for this. <laughs> be good to go. Very nice. Now, i got to start soon. Clearly, I'm going to start June 1st. That's right. So until June 1st, I'm going to eat the grossest shit I can think of. Nice. Here's something I did yesterday. I went to Wendy's to get dinner because uh, the kids were up late because uh, my kids not feeling very good. And I got mm-hmm. a uh, I got two chicken sandwiches, but I have to drive a whole mile from the Wendy's to my house, so you I got, got a junior two, bacon. Two chicken no, one for me, one for the wife. We I got oh. us dinner, uh, but then I got an extra hamburger for the drive home. I didn't want to wait <laughs> all the way home to eat. Reminds me of a person I I know <laughs> very closely to me. Well, at least it was from the same place. I yeah, got, that's true. I didn't do I didn't cycle through. I you know I really like Popeyes. Do you only swing by Popeyes? I got Chipotle, but I realized I couldn't make it all the way home with the Chipotle, so I had to stop and get a. Junior your bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this has been a great episode so far, but we've forgotten our segment we do every week because we don't know when to quit. Radio for winners and news. That's right, Radio for winners and the news. Every week we take two to three news stories, take all the stuff out everyone's already talked about, put new facts in to make it far more interesting. Bring them to you the next day so you can be a little smarter at work when you're at the water cooler and pressing your boss. Sorry, I thought I was still you said chewing pre- on an Oreo. I thought you said pressing your balls. I was pressing my balls at the water pressing cooler. Pressing my balls. At the water cooler, pressing my balls. 
Now, here's a story that I saw on Facebook a bunch. It was irritating for multiple facets. So the first one is just... Let me just tell you the story first. A a tourist went to, uh, I think it's Yellowstone. Uh-huh. And they found <laughs> they found a bison, a, an infant bison. They were very concerned about its welfare because it was out in the wild. They could get cold and they didn't know there. what to do. Yeah, you don't want to leave a bison out in the wild. No. So they put it in their car. They don't have fur. No, they're just, they're, they, they clearly come from stores. They're extinct. So they put them in the car. They took it back to the ranger station uh, to say, hey, look, we were worried about this bison. We brought it back to you. And, of course, so they, the, the ranger's like, what are you doing? This is insane. They brought it back. And the herd would not accept the bison, so they had to euthanize it. Wow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so this story is irritating for, for many reasons. First off, the people that did it are clearly retarded. And that's awful. You should just leave wildlife alone. That's there for a reason. It's not like they bring these things to the park. They live there. That's where they live. If, if something's going to die, it's going to die anyway. Uh, but secondly, then everyone on Facebook was like, this is horrible. Why would people even do this? And that was more irritating to me than the actual story of the people who did it. Well, why the hell would they do that? Well, it's, a, it's ridiculous. You'd have to be an idiot to do it. But then for, the, for other people to go on Facebook and get all indignant about it is the worse than the original incident. Uh, are you still off Facebook, Tony? No, he's nah, not. I'm back on. I hate it. I should I should get off immediately. Everything I see is just irritating, especially since there's an election coming up. Everything is absolutely the oh, most irritating. Worse. Like every Bernie Sanders supporter is the most irritating person. And that's a shame because I like Bernie Sanders. I am a Bernie Sanders supporter, but everyone else that supports Bernie Sanders, I may unfriend. Can you do a Bernie Sanders impression? I don't do any impressions, Don. Can you? I don't know. I'll Let's try it, Don. Not Come right on, now. pull out a Bernie Sanders, Don. Go to the next news story. <laughs> oh, could you I please? I don't have can you, uh, an impression of, uh, of Bernie Sanders, but a quick story because Larry David... Uh, sounds very similar to Bernie oh, Sanders. Yeah, he's no, I the just started, Live Bernie Sanders. I just started watching uh, Kirby Enthusiasm over again from uh, season one, and <laughs> my wife stops the the show midway through and she goes, "Oh my God, I'm married to Larry David." <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Wow, she is very astute. Hey, Don. Well, this next story, I'm sure, is something that you'll be very into. I'm very positive about that. Tony sent this story, and I'm not really sure if it's true or not, but I don't care because it's that interesting. People are having sex roulette parties. That's right, a sex <laughs> roulette party. A party where you have sex, where everyone in the party does not have HIV, and somebody does. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is apparently a thing going on someplace. People are having sex parties, an orgy of sorts. You go to someone's house. Let's say there's ten people. Nine people come to the party. Only eight of them wear a condom. At least one person there has AIDS. And what? the sex roulette is, is maybe you're having sex with a person with AIDS without a condom on. What? This is the dumbest party I've ever heard of. <laughs> I don't think this is possibly idea. real, Tony, but I think it's still a fascinating story, especially because when they talk about it, they're like, because, you know, when you when you orgasm, the risk of getting HIV makes it much harder of an orgasm. I feel like this <laughs> is I a, think that's ridiculous. Is this a movie starring Tom Hanks and Nicole Kidman? Or, not Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> Even better with Tom Hanks and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks Green and, and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Some guy named Tom. Hey, it was 30 years ago this week that we lost Goose. You would see that if you were on Facebook as well. <laughs> that, can't, that can't be real. Well, it, it can't be possibly real. That seems ridiculous. Hey, do you know if I can get my hands on a roulette uh, table? I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we could start a little party action in here. Oh, we could just have sex with guys with AIDS if you want. Wow. <laughs> Radio for winners. No longer now. HIV positive. Nope, nope. Well, let's just end this show down. This no, is a disaster. You got one more story? I do have one more story that actually I think is far more positive than the last one. I'll get it. 
It's oh, been a tight show. It's been a very tight. Oh, I may have had a couple stone delicious IPAs. Yes. Every one of us here has looked at something on the internet you probably shouldn't look at. Perhaps it's adult films. Perhaps it's just pictures of children in the pool. It doesn't matter what you like to look at. If you're going to take a photo of your screen, you might as well close those browser tabs. <laughs> Virginia congressional candidate Mike Webb, who's running as an independent. So really, is he really running for anything? He's not going to win. It doesn't matter. He took a photo of his screen to prove some point about how he thought Republicans were trying to trick him. But he didn't close the other tabs out in his window. Uh, so I, I'm sure you've done this, Dow. You've taken a screenshot no. of your screen and mailed it to somebody to prove a point. No. Uh, well, I'm, actually, you you barely know how to use Skype, so you probably did not do this. But yep. either way, he did not close his tabs. And sometimes if you don't close your tabs, it's no big deal. You'll see that you're looking at video game news or you get your email open or whatever. Or perhaps you're looking at Layla Rivera tight booty <laughs> <laughs> and Yvonne sexy amateur. Well, now, who is Layla Rivera? I don't know, but apparently she has a tight booty, Don. <laughs> uh, but he left those tabs. Googling on his phone. Let me go ahead and Google this. They, uh, they, he left his tabs open, and so therefore everybody saw it. It was up on, on Facebook for uh, six to eight hours before he realized the mistake. Then he took it down. But the best part of this is that he tried to explain it later without just saying, oh, you guys got me. Because everyone would be like, okay, I like this guy. He might actually win if he did that. But instead, he decided to come up with a story as why he was doing it. And his story for why he was doing it is even better than you could possibly imagine if you had your phone ready and could pull up the news. So it says, look at that. She does have a... Uh, she does have a tight booty. I'll give you that, Don. So h- right. this was his, right. his explanation. Well, I was, I'm curious by nature, so I wanted to test the suggestion that somehow, lurking out in the pornographic world, there's some evil operator waiting for the one in a gazillion chance that a candidate for federal office would go to that website and thereby be infected with a virus. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what is... And then he took that, uh, then he took that down because he realized it was ridiculous. And instead it was just like, you guys got me. Uh, I'm a I'm a God fearing man. I'm I'm not perfect, and that's all he should have said to begin with. That would have been the best possible answer instead of saying he was trying to figure out if there's a, a porn site conspiracy to attack uh, people running for federal office. Right. Wonderful. He Wonderful. should run. He just he should just run for president. He should. It's very exciting. Don, Tony, you uh, you know I, I uh, I'm surprised you could do this show tonight because you said there's a lot going on around your house. <laughs> there is uh, an ABC. TV movie being made right here in Asheville, and they're shooting, they're shooting one of the, uh, the final scenes tonight at the building I'm living in. Uh, it's a remake of Dirty Dancing. It's just Tony running up and down the hallways waiting for somebody to <laughs> lift him. I love how you can't wait for the show to be over to eat another Oreo. I'm so tired, Don. Oh, 98YCR, York's hottest Tony coming down the hallway. Make sure you pick him up and lift him up. 98YCR, Dirty Dancing. So I, uh, I took the dogs out earlier on tonight, and, uh, you know, my my, uh, my lab drops the juice, of course. So the receptacle for dogs is about, like, 50 yards away, but it's right where the director's chair is set up. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like, they got set up this director chair, and the camera's, like, set up, like, right in front of it. So I'm like, I don't know if this is off limits or not, but I gotta, I'm not going to... Walk this around the other building, the other side of the building, and drop off uh, a bag of poo. So, <laughs> so I started walking over there, and all of a sudden, these guys are like, what, "What's this guy doing? Is he going? Uh, is he trying to? Uh, <laughs> he trying to like, you know, sabotage uh, the set? Sabotage the set of Dirty Dancing? <laughs> so I just got like a stare down as I dropped it off into the, the wastebasket. What now, was the time of your life, Tony? Now, wait a minute. We had John Mumo on the show, but we could have had somebody from the Dirty Dancing remake. 
I think John Mumu's uh, in it. There's a lot of people that are in it. Uh, the chick from Modern Family. Judge Reinhold. Uh, Sarah, Sarah <laughs> Harry Anderson. Uh, <laughs> Judge <laughs> Reinhold. That <laughs> is. It's Deborah Messing. <laughs> I think Jennifer Lopez has a scene. I don't believe that's that's true. I don't think that's the case either. I don't. Peter Dinklage. Tom Hanks, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> and a roulette wheel. Oh, all new Dirty Dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasize the word dirty there. See you guys next time. All right, guys. Well, I think it's a very smooth show. Mm. Very smooth episode. Flawless. Flawless episode. Can't get enough of this show. Tell me something, Jeremy. Hi, this is Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Even you saying who it was, I didn't know who it was. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. (laughs) Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail. RFWshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people of Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 